All right, good morning, Pathway. It is so good to see you guys. Hope you had a Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a Happy New Year, too. So, uh, man, just so so glad that you're here. Wanted to check us out. If you're a first-time guest, my name is Brian. I'm the pastor. We are just a little over a year old as a church, and we are all about leading people on the path of purpose. That's what we're all about in a nutshell. So, again, we're just glad that you're here, and, and I just want to really applaud you for coming on the last Sunday of 2018. Like, there's a lot of ways you could spend the last Sunday of 2018. Yeah, you can give yourself a hand. And you wanted to come here. So that is so awesome. So we really appreciate that. And uh, just again, thank you so much for checking us out today. And, you know, I, I love today. I know some people are, are uh, you know, man, it's kind of a day to sleep in. It's kind of a weekend between two big holidays and, and kind of the last big holiday before, you know, Easter or whatever big holiday comes next, Valentine's Day. Uh, but, man, for me, I love today. I just, I just love everything about it. And uh, the last Sunday of the year, we did something last year at this very time that we said we're going to do from now on every last Sunday of the year from now on as long as I'm the pastor which I hope to be until I'm about 95 and then I die or however long Uh, but we said we're going to do it last year uh, and we did and it was so good and we're going to do it every single year we're going to start it off again this year starting in January and uh, it's something that we came to call last year the 21 by 21 challenge the 21 by 21 challenge, and that's what we're going to talk about today. What does that mean? What does that look like? And uh, we're going to look at that today, and, and I want to challenge all of us as the pastor, as the leader of our church, I want to challenge all of us to do what we're about to talk about today, 100% participation. And I know that this will change your life. I, I really will. I'm not trying to oversell it, but I promise you, you do what we're going to challenge you to do, it will change your life. And so really, really excited about today, and uh, if you want to challenge Check it out in, in the new in the Old Testament, a book called Ezra. In the Old Testament, there's a book called Ezra, and, and uh, as you're turning there, it's in chapter eight. If you're new to the Bible, that's okay. It's in the Old Testament. It's kind of right before you get to like Psalms and Proverbs, which is kind of halfway through the Old Testament. And uh, a guy named Ezra was a, uh, a kind of a religious leader, but also a political leader. He was, he was kind of a, like a governor slash kind of military guy slash pastor. That's kind of what he did. He was kind of all of these roles rolled up into one ball. And in Ezra chapter 8, we're going to dive into that. And before we do, just to set some things up, um, the people of Israel, the Jewish people, the nation of Israel, have been slaves for the last 70 years in a foreign country, uh, a really kind of a perverse, wicked country called Babylon. And they've lived there as slaves for 70 years, and now their 70 years is up, and God is is freeing them, letting them go back home to Jerusalem, to Israel, to their homeland, and it's hundreds of miles of journeys. It's uh, at that time, uh, it was around kind of where modern-day Iraq would be. Um, and so they're coming from Babylon, modern-day Iraq. They're coming back to Israel. So long, long journey. And before they do that, check out Ezra chapter 8. We're just going to look at verse 21. And there by the Ahava Canal, I gave orders for all of us to fast and humble ourselves before our God. We prayed that he would give us a safe journey and protect us, our children, and our goods as we traveled. Now skip down to verse 23. So we fasted and earnestly prayed that our God would take care of us, and he heard our prayer. 
So here's the deal. So Ezra comes, and he's this, he's this political religious figure, and, and he's a governor. He's a military guy, and he says, look, God has just released us, and we're going to go back home out of this being this foreign country. We didn't like being here. We were slaves, and now we're going to be free to go back home to our homeland. They've been there 70 years, so many of them, the lifespan at that point really wasn't 70 years old. It was, it was kind of in the 40s, and so most of these people were born and raised as slaves, most of them, if they were at all, they might have been teenagers that were carried away. And so now they're old men and old women. If they survived that long, the 70 years of hard labor, and they're being able to come back as, as old people. And so many of them have never even been this journey before. Many of them have never traveled from modern day Iraq to, to back to Israel. So a lot of them, this is a brand new journey. And I love what Ezra says. As we're at the Hava Canal, which is this canal, this river that was literally right before they would go on this long journey back home, he says, I'm the leader. And so as the leader, I am stopping everybody. I'm stopping everything and say, guys, wait, wait, wait. We need to do this the right way. We've been slaves for 70 years, and we've never been back home before. This is a new journey. It's going to take us many, many, many months to get back home. So here's what I'm going to call us all to do. As the leader, I am calling and challenging all of us to fast and pray for what? For ourselves, our children, and our stuff, our goods, as we travel. I love that he does that. And there's, there's a, we're going to talk about fasting in a moment. There's other places in the Bible, in the New and Old Testament, that talk about fasting and prayer. And sometimes that they kind of are, are intertwined together and how important that is before something big happens in our lives. And so what we want to do is just challenge all of us here at Pathway. I want to challenge all of you, 100% participation, to do what we're about to talk about, the 21 by 21 challenge starting in January, starting the 1st of January. I'll tell you what, I'll let you party the 1st of January. You can eat out, you can do whatever. Starting January 2nd, okay? Starting January 2nd this week, I want to challenge all of us for the next 21 days to pray and fast for 21 days and spend time with God for 21 minutes every day. Now, some of you, you're like, well, I spend three hours with God every day, and that's great. Here's a trophy. We're proud. Some of you are like, man, I, I barely spend a minute with God every day. That's why it's a challenge. We want to challenge you. My job is to equip you. My job is to help you take that next step in your relationship with Jesus, and so that's why it's a challenge. And some of you are like, I can't even imagine spending 21 minutes every day with God. I promise you, it'll go by quicker, you know, as time goes on. But for 21 days, spend at least 21 minutes. Some of that can be reading the Bible. You can read 21 verses a day. By the way, reading 21 verses of the Bible takes about maybe three minutes. It's quick. Some of you can spend 21 minutes just in praying. But spend that time with God. Well, why would we do that, Brian? Well, because quite honestly, we need to begin every day the right way. Begin every day the right way. For my personal life, and I'm not telling you and dictating you how to do this, but for me, I do this every morning. You know, I, some of you, like, you could do it in the, at night before you go to bed. I know that's how, what my wife does. She prays. She spends her time with God every night before she goes to bed, and, and that's fine. I do it every morning just because I like to start my day that way. I've already talked with God. I've already spent my time with Him. I'm starting my attitude, my heart, my mind off in the right way. That's because I'm, I'm right and my wife's wrong. That's just how she's not here today, so I can say that. But, but you know, listen, if you, do, if you do it at noontime, it doesn't really matter the time. What matters is that you do it. 
So begin every day the right way. There's three main things that I see in Ezra 8 that they did that he challenged them to do. And this is the first one. They pray for God's protection. They're saying, God, we need your protection for us, for our kids, and for all of our stuff. Why? Because we're about to make this long journey that's going to take us months and months and months to a place that we really haven't been before. And God, we need you. So before we take even one step on this new journey to our new home, God, we need you to be with us every step of the way. Go before us, go to the sides of us, go behind us and protect us. Can I just encourage you? You don't know what you're going to face in 2019. Some of you are going to have the best year you've ever had in 2019. Some of you are going to honestly have the worst year you've ever had in 2019. That's just reality. Some of you are going to lose loved ones in 2019. Some of you are going to lose money in 2019. You're going to lose a career, maybe, maybe have to move. Some of you, and I know a lot of you, are going to have babies in 2019. I don't know what happened in 2018, but we got like babies popping up like crazy at Pathway, which is great. But some of you are going to have babies. Some of you are going to move to new homes. Some of you are going to start new jobs. Some of you are going to come into a lot of money. Like, we don't know what you face in 2019, but I do know this. It is wise of you and smart of you to say, God, I don't know what's going to happen in March of 2019. I don't know what's going to happen in July of 2019. I don't know what happened in October of 2019. But I do know that if I will fast and pray today, before that even really begins, God, I I'm praying for your protection in March and in July and in October. God, I'm praying for your protection every step of the way. I've never lived in 2019 and neither have you. You've never been down this road before. But listen, when you pray and fast, you're you're sending God ahead of you to prepare the way. That's what prayer does. And you're also praying, God, protect me, protect my family. God, protect our finances, protect us with health. God, protect us with favor, protect us with wisdom, protect us with blessing on our business and on our family and on our kids, and so on. You're praying God's protection, favor, blessing, and wisdom on your life before you even set foot in 2019. That's just wisdom right there. You want to start the year off right. Listen, no diet is going to do it for you, right? No amount of exercise and all those things are good and healthy. What will really change your life is to do what Ezra did. I'm not making this up. We didn't just come up with it. We see it from the Bible and we're just following what they did. Listen, before we ever began pathway. I've shared this story a lot, and I'll probably share a lot more, to be honest. So, but before we ever began pathway, and a lot of you know, if you go through first steps, which you haven't, we encourage you to go through first steps. It's, it's just really, really quick. I do it every week. But first steps is right after uh, our worship experience. It, it lasts for maybe 30 minutes. It's just how to be a follower of Jesus, and then how you can be part of the family at pathway. And, and as we go through first steps, one of the things that we share is the story of pathway. And, and before, uh, we were living in another state at the time, my wife and I and, and, and our son, and, and uh, we were there. We were pastors. Everything was going okay. But I just sensed God doing something in my heart. And so as I sensed God doing that in my heart, we began to pray. And in January of 2016, I didn't know what God was doing, but I began to fast. And fasting we'll talk about in just a moment. But I began to fast. I thought I'd just fast a day and pray. And that turned into three days and then five days. And then all of a sudden it turned into a week and then 21 days. And then I ended up fasting 40 days, no food, liquid only, no food for 40 days, just praying. And then that's how after all that I knew God was leading us to come here to start Pathway. So then we move here in, in uh, September of 2016. We had no money. 
We had no denomination behind us, no mega church behind us. We had no people move with us to help us. It was literally my wife and my daughter and my son, and that's it. And they weren't much help because my son was three and my daughter wasn't even one. So it was really my wife and I. And so as we're, as we're moving here in January then of that year, I just said, you know, I feel God stirring me to start fasting again. So in January of 2017, before I met any of you, before we even raised $1 for Pathway, before we even met our staff at that time, we just began to fast and pray. And I fasted and prayed for 21 days for every single one of you. And when I would do that, what I would do is as we're fasting and praying, I would get my kids every Monday. And in fact, it wasn't just that, that I did that in January. I told my wife when, after we moved here, and starting in October, I said, I'm going to fast every single Monday until Pathway launches. It was about a year at that time, a full year. I'm going to fast all day Monday, no food at all, all day on Monday, every single Monday. And so that's what we did. And she was working a 12-hour shift at that time, and so I was watching the kids and, and uh, trying not eating food and watching kids at the same time. It's not a good, fun thing. And, but so, so we did that, and, and I would load the kids up in our car, and again, didn't know any of you, didn't know anybody, had no money. I would drive around all of Yukon. I would drive all the way to the border of Mustang, all the way to the border of Piedmont, and I would just drive in a circle every Monday. And as I would drive, I would pray over the different businesses that we would pass. I'd pray over the different schools that we would go by, pray over the different subdivisions and homes. And just, God, I don't know what, what teachers are there, but God, would you bless them? Would you help them to have a great day today? Help their students to, to learn about you. And, and God, pray that you'd be with this subdivision. I know that there's probably people there that don't know you, and they're having one of the worst days and times of their life. God, encourage them today. Bring them to Pathway. I just began to pray, God, bless this business today. Didn't even know anybody. And I was just praying over our city and fasting and praying. Why? Because I never started a church before. I had no experience doing this, but I was sending my prayers ahead of me. I was praying for God's protection and wisdom and blessing and favor. And here's the cool thing. Every single one of you are an answer to the prayers that we prayed back then. Every single one of you. And I believe that there's going to be hundreds and thousands of people that will come because God answers prayer. Listen, you don't know what you're going to face this year, but what you can control is your prayer. Do it now. Like, this is the time to start this. Why would we do it? You don't know what is coming this year. This is the time. Starting January 2nd, like, begin. I just challenge you and encourage you, 100% participation. We can do it. For all of us as a church to spend this time in prayer and fasting, just like they did in Ezra 8. We're going to give you a great opportunity to really help propel this and kind of put gasoline on the fire for you. Next Sunday afternoon, from 5 to about 6.30 at uh, 10 West Main here in Yukon, uh, next Sunday, January 6th from, from about 5 to 6.30, we're going to have just a, a, what we call First Sundays. And we had one back in October, and we're going to do a First Sunday. And we're going to try to do these every other uh, day of the month, every other Sunday of the month. And what we're going to do is have, if you love our worship, which, man, don't we have the, like the best worship team worship like of all? Like, aren't they amazing? Yeah, they're incredible. If you love our worship then we encourage you to come because it's going to be 30 to 45 minutes of just worship and prayer. Like that's what it's going to be. We're just going to kind of be in God's presence and just soak in God's presence for, for 30 to 45 minutes, maybe longer if we need to. That's fine. And then we're going to spend the rest of that time just hanging out, just being a family, just encouraging each other, loving on each other. That's next Sunday. I encourage you to do that first Sundays. It's going to be a great time to really kick this off, this 21 by 21 challenge for you and your family. 
So we say, well, man, Brian, I think that's great. And, and at Pathway, we realize we have a lot of kind of first-time followers of Jesus or first-time Christians. And, and so just to explain to you quickly, well, what is prayer? I, I hear people say that, well, you need to pray. Prayer is a simple, ongoing conversation between you and God throughout your day. Prayer shouldn't be complicated. It's not how great thou art, thou art holy, and you got to pray for an hour long. No, no, no. The Lord's Prayer, Jesus, like famous prayer, our Father who is in heaven, that kind of deal, 52 words long. Well, we just talked about a little earlier in Matthew chapter 8, Jesus said, peace be still. Like, he didn't pray this big, long prayer. So listen, prayer is a simple, ongoing conversation between you and God. Prayer is not, well, I prayed for 10 minutes today in the morning, and now I'm good. No, you don't just talk to your spouse or your kids for 10 minutes, and then you're good. No, it's an ongoing conversation throughout your day. That's what prayer is. So it's, it's quite simple. It's just talking to God throughout your day. Well, man, well, what about reading my Bible? I'm, I'm really confused on that. And there's a lot of weird stuff in the Bible. And yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in the Bible. Have you read it? There's some stuff that we just can't explain. It's crazy. But listen, I just encourage you, if you're new to reading your Bible, I encourage you to start in the New Testament in a book called Mark. And Mark is not the main figure. He's just the guy that wrote it. Jesus is the main figure. But it's a, just a brief 16 chapter. They're really, really short and full of action about the life of Jesus, things that he said, things that he did. So if you're new to reading the Bible, I encourage you for the next 21 days, start in Mark. Just a great, easy way to do that. Not because it's better than the other ones. It's just a great place to start. So I encourage you to do that. And just, why would I read the Bible? It has nothing to do with, to impress people with how smart you are. Reading the Bible, the Bible is simply God's revelation of himself to us. The Bible is God saying, this is who I am. This is my character, my nature, my will, my, my personality, if you will. And so the more that we read the Bible and study it, the more we know about God, the more we can grow closer to him. That's why this is so important. We don't just read our Bible when we come to church on Sunday. No, we read it all throughout the week, all seven days of the week, so we can know more about God, know what he wants to do in our lives. We encourage you to do this. Listen, how would your life be different if you spent the next 21 days in prayer, fasting, and studying your Bible? How would your marriage be different? How would your home and your kids be different? How would your job be different? Some of you maybe are single and you're looking for a spouse. Maybe God bring you a spouse in 21 days. I don't know. You could do it. Like you never know. How's your life going to be different? Maybe it's a financial thing and you're praying. Like you never know what God will do. How would your life be different? I promise you it'll only be better. Your life's not going to get worse if you spend the next 21 days praying, fasting, and studying God's word. It's, it's just only going to get better. I challenge you to do this. Why? Because it will benefit you. It will bless your socks off. It will be the best thing that you've ever done. Is it going to be challenging? Yes, it is. That's why it's called 21 by 21 challenge. But is it worth it? Absolutely. Best thing you'll ever do all year. I promise you that. Change your life for the better. 21 by 21 challenge. Listen, why? Why should we do this? Why is this important? I really believe many times in life we have to give up to go up. What we mean by that is sometimes we have to give some things up to go to kind of that next level or to go deeper or to draw closer to God. That's where fasting comes in. The next thing that they did, they spent time in prayer, but the next thing he says, we called a fast. Now, if you're new to fasting, fasting in the Bible typically refers to going without food. So in the Bible, whenever you see that they fasted, it just means that they didn't eat food. And instead of eating, they prayed. So sometimes they would fast just like one meal. They would fast lunch. And so they said, we're going to eat breakfast. We'll eat dinner. But between 12 and 1 o'clock or whatever time, we're not going to eat lunch. What we'll do instead is just pray. 
That's what fasting is in a very simplistic version. Sometimes they would fast from sun up to sundown. Sometimes they would fast completely and have no food for 21 days or 40 days. And, and so it's just different things. I realize some of us have dietary issues and, and we can't go without food because we'll, you know, get sick and die. And we don't want that at Pathway. I don't want to do your funeral right now. I will later when you're old and you're going to die of old age, but not now. And so we understand that. God understands that. So listen, I say fasting is giving up of something of value to you and spending that time in prayer. Some of you can go several meals. You can go lunch every day. You could go without eating all week and you're going to be fine. But give up social media, oh, you'll die. Like you just, your thumb will, will rot because that's all your thumb does. That's the exercise your thumb gets is just scrolling on social media. You won't know what to do with yourself. So maybe for you, it's not giving up food, but it is social media. Maybe it's your favorite show. Listen, we live in 2018, almost 2019, where like you don't have to get the VCR and record your favorite show. Yeah, I'm only 33, but I remember that. You don't even have to put the DVR. You get Hulu. You can stream it anytime, anywhere. Like, like, I mean, it's just amazing. So listen, giving up your show, like, oh my goodness. Listen, whatever it is, give up something of value. Maybe it's, it's not listening to the radio every day when you go to work. Whatever it is. Is, but give up something of value for the next 21 days. And instead of doing that thing, you're spending that time in prayer with God. That's what it is. Like, listen, this is not just a cool diet, okay? Like, well, I was looking to go on a diet. No, 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 this isn't a diet, okay? What we're talking about is instead a diet is, well, I'm just not going to eat. No, this is, I'm not going to eat. And in place of that, I'm going to pray. So instead of eating lunch from 12 to 1, I'm going to pray from 12 to 1. Maybe some of you has given up coffee and caffeine altogether, and you would have all kinds of headaches. And, and can I just encourage you, when that happens, uh, what I do when I fasted before different things, it's not always been food for me, but when I fasted different things, like whenever I get that headache, what happens, it, it's a reminder to me. It's like an alarm bell in my mind of, hey, I need to be praying about that thing. Whenever I would fast food and my stomach would grumble and, and I'd be hungry, instead of being, oh, I'm so hungry, I could, I could eat anything, I'm just, I'm starving. Instead, it was an alarm bell in my heart and in my mind of, you need to be praying about that thing. So I just encourage you, don't have a bad attitude about it of, oh, I've got a headache because I'm not drinking coffee or, oh, I miss my favorite show or, oh, what's everybody in the whole world doing on social media? Listen, you'll be fine without knowing what they're doing on social media. The world will go on and so will your world. Like, like instead of that, you spend that time in prayer with God. And those things should be alarm bells of that, that time because you're so addicted to your phone. Like instead of, oh yeah, I need to check on what's going on with everybody else in the world. Instead, this is time I need to check on what's going on in my world. I need to spend this time in prayer. I encourage you to do this. Listen, when you came in on your, on your seat, and every seat we had this, is called 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. 21 by 21 Challenge. So the front, really cool graphic, really cool stuff. That's nice. On the back is really what matters. On the back it says, join us for 21 days of prayer, fasting, and Bible reading. What will you be praying for? We didn't just put one line. We put lots of lines. Here's the thing that I'm challenging you to do. I really believe as a pastor to, to equip you to make it as easy as I can to, to literally physically put stuff in your hands that will help you take your next steps in your relationship with Jesus and draw closer to him. And this is it. Before 2019 even begins, here's what I want you to do. You don't have to do it right now or you can, that's fine. But I want you to be thinking about in your own life and in your own heart, what is it that you want to give up? So I encourage you, that might be the first line that you write. I'm going to fast social media for 21 days. 
Like, that's not like, well, I'll do Facebook, not Instagram. No, no, no. Like, I'm talking total cold turkey, okay? Like, don't cheat. Don't try to bend the rule. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast not just coffee, but all caffeine. Or I'm going to fast breakfast. Or I'm going to fast low. I'm just going to do a total fast, nothing but liquid. Whatever it is, that's between you and God. But you write that down on that first line. For the next 21 days, I'm, I'm going to fast this. What you're saying between you and God is, God, for the next 21 days, I will not do this. I'm going to spend that time in prayer. So write that. Then you've got the whole rest of these lines to say, God, this is what I pray you do in my life for the next 21 days. Listen, and I encourage you, you can write some small time things, you know, some small term, like, God, I pray for the next 21 days, the next six months that you do this in my life. I encourage you to write this. Some more immediate prayer goals that you have. God, would you do this in my life? But then I encourage you, Think bigger. He's a big God. Don't limit him to six months. Pray some big God dreams in your life. Like, God, this will only happen if you do it. God, this will only happen if you step in and make a difference in my life. And so, man, have that, that kind of that last section be some big God dreams in your life, some big challenges in your life that only God can do, and write those down. And here's what you're going to do. For the next 21 days, starting January, starting January 2nd, you can start the third. We're not going to be the Gestapo and check on you, okay? But this is between you and God. 100% participation. What you're going to do, you're going to keep this with you. Like everywhere you go, you'll keep it with you every morning when you wake up and you go throughout your day. Why? Because whenever, if it's caffeine and, and instead of drinking that coffee and you, now you've got the headache, that headache is an alarm bell and you read this and you remember, that's right, God, I made an agreement between me and you that I would give that up for 21 days and instead, now, God, I'm going to pray about everything else on this list. God, would you bless my kids this year? God, I'm really struggling with, with my son, with my daughter. God, would you do something to get their attention? God, would you bless our finances this year? God, would you do something really big in my life? Or instead of, man, my stomach's is grumbling, I'm really hungry. I would love to eat swadleys, and I would give anything just to have some, some swadleys Oklahoma sampler in my mouth right now. But instead, God, I remember that I'm going to fast food. Because what you're really saying in fasting is you're telling God and yourself, you're serious. You mean business. Fasting is simply taking things with God to the next level. Fasting is proving to yourself and God that you're serious. Fasting is really saying, God, I want you to answer this prayer more than I want coffee right now. God, I want you to answer this prayer in my life more than I need social media. God, I need your help. God, I need your protection. I need your wisdom, your favor more than I need food. You're really saying when you fast, God, I would rather have you than food. I would rather have you meet my need or answer my prayer than have whatever it is you're giving up. You're saying it's more important, God, that you answer this need than me have whatever it is you're fasting. That's what fasting is all about. I'm telling you, I've done it numerous different ways in my life, numerous times in my life. It works. It will change your life. You may not see results like right away, but I promise you, it will work. So I encourage you to do that. Maybe as a family, you want to take this home and pray over it and think about it and, and write that down. You've got a couple of days to do that. I encourage you to do that and keep this with you so that throughout the day, when you're fasting and you're, you're reminded of what you're doing, you're reminded of why you're doing it, you're reminded of how important it is, how critical it is, we encourage you to do that. Fasting is a time of intense prayer and focus. Here's the third thing that they did. They connected to community. They connected to community. Here's the really, really, really cool thing about being a follower of Jesus and belonging to a church like a pathway is that when you do the 21 by 21 challenge, you're not doing it alone. Yeah, you individually are doing it, 
But here's the cool thing. The person sitting next to you, they're doing it too. The person in front of you, they're doing it. The person behind you, they're doing it. You are connected to a community. So it's not just you that's giving something up and and are praying about something. No, we as a church, 100% participation, we're all giving something up. We're all praying. We're all fasting that God would do something in our life. And so listen, the encouraging thing is, like in Ezra chapter 8, if someone's like, man, I'm hungry. I'd give anything to eat. They're telling it to their friend, like, yeah, me too, but it's worth it. Let's pray together. What are you fasting about? Oh, that will, hey, let me pray with you about that. Listen, some of you, you might even want to get with somebody and exchange cards. I don't know. Maybe you'll say, hey, I'm going to fast with you about this for 21 days, and I want you to pray with me. You connect to community. You're not doing it alone. We're doing it as a body together, as a family together. They encourage each other. They prayed together. They fasted together, and they supported each other. At Pathway, this is one of the things, we say this all the time, small groups equal big results. Listen, if you're not involved in a small group, man, you need to make that commitment for 2019, like in January 1st, 2019. Again, we believe in making it as easy as possible for you. In your, in your seat as well, there's a simple card that said groups on the front, on the back, small groups equal big growth. And listen, we don't mean numerical growth. We don't mean like the goal isn't to get your group to be super big. No, no, no. When we say big growth, we mean for you personally and for your family. The small group that we go to, man, we've seen people grow and, and we've seen them grow in their faith and take the next steps and get water baptized and, and just really grow in their love for Jesus. Some of them even go on vacation together. I mean, that, that's so cool. Like you never know. Small groups equal big growth. So we've made it so easy. All you got to do is just text the word groups to the number here and we will connect you to a small group. Maybe you're like, well, you know, uh, listen, we encourage you to try them out. And if you try one, you don't like it. That's okay. We have several of them that you can connect to. We have a small group wall out in the lobby that says groups on it really big and all the small groups that we have. And maybe you're like, well, I can't find one that I like. Start one. Like, it's easy. Like, we just have a one-hour training. It's so simple. Just start one. Why are small groups important? Small groups are where life really happens at Pathway. This is not a typical church building where we can stay until 10 o'clock tonight just talking and hanging out. Like, we got to be out of here at a certain time. And so listen, life really happens here at Pathway in small groups. I believe every single human being wants to be needed and known, and they want authentic community. That's what small groups does for us. Like, that's a place, like, that you can really dive deeper in your own relationship with Jesus. You can find support, encouragement, and prayer, just like they did in Ezra 8. You can realize you're not alone, that you're surrounded by a family, that when you're struggling, I know our small group does that. When when they need prayer, man, they just send out a a group me text, and man, it goes to everybody, and they're praying about something. I encourage you to do that. It will only benefit and bless you. Get involved in a small group. It will change your life. Listen, listen, God never intended for us to go through life alone. That's why he created human beings. God did one thing with human beings. He wants relationships. God, he's God. He could do anything he wanted, but he created people. Why? For a relationship with them. In fact, if you read in the very first book of the Bible, it's called Genesis, in the first couple of chapters, what you find is something really amazing because God creates literally the entire world, everything in the cosmos. He creates just by speaking it. And after everything God creates, he said, it's good, it's perfect, it's good, it's perfect. Except the one thing God said is not good. When he creates a man, a human being, he says, this isn't good. Why? Because he's alone. 
I want to create someone to be there with him. And so he created Eve, Adam's wife, and they had a relationship together. And, and, and that's what God creates people for. He doesn't want you to do life alone. Nowhere in the Bible do you ever find a solo follower of Jesus. They just don't exist. They exist in groups. Listen, that's why it is so important. You cannot be a successful and healthy follower of Jesus and try to do it on your own. You will fail. But when you get in a group, when you're struggling, that's what they're there for, to encourage you. Small groups are opportunities for Bible study, relationships, support, prayer, encouragement. We get involved in one. Listen. If, if maybe small groups and encourage you as well, get involved on a purpose team. That's what we call our volunteers here at Pathway, purpose team. We have so many people who, who say, even, even my son's uh, you know, teacher in his class at Kids Path, and she's not in here, she's teaching kids right now. But she said it before, like, you know, I kind of thought my life was just going to work nine to five until I, I was a teacher of a pre-K class at Pathway. I find so much fulfillment and so much like purpose just, just doing it. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, I know for a fact God has given every single one of you a purpose in life. I know for a fact God has given every single one of you a, a gift and a talent. And so here's the thing. Don't just keep it to yourself. Don't be selfish. No, share that talent. God gave it to you to give it away. God gave you that talent and that gift so you could use it and you could be a blessing to other people and you can change other lives. Our Purpose Team members were here this morning at 8 o'clock, and they set up the chairs that you're in. They set up the pipe and drape. They made the coffee. They did all this stuff just for you. Like they're serving the gift that God gave them. They're giving it back for you. Get involved on a Purpose Team. I promise you'll find those relationships and that connection. At Pathway, we want to be an encouraging family. That's what we're all about. That's one of our three main core values, encouraging family. That's who we are. You can't be family on your own, only when you're connected to each other. This is the last thing I want to leave you with. If you read on in chapter 8 of Ezra, you get to verse 31, and this is what he writes. We broke camp at the canal on April 19th and started off to Jerusalem. And the gracious hand of our God protected us and saved us from enemies and bandits along the way. It's so cool to me that he says, hey guys, before we even start this new journey, before we even start this new trip back home to Jerusalem, we've never been this way before. It's been seven years. Before we start, let's stop everything and let's all pray and fast together for God's protection and blessing and wisdom and guidance and favor on our lives, on our families. They do that. And then they get to their destination in Jerusalem and notice what he says. And the hand of our God protected us and guided us every step of the way from bandits and highway robbers and all these evil things that could have happened. God protected us all along the way. How cool would it be for you that the, at a, a year from today, next year, and in December of 2019, and you could say, man, Brian, I did the 21 by 21 challenge, and now I'm here a year later, and I can say like Ezra chapter 8, and I can say that God protected me all along the way. Man, there were some mountains and valleys in this year, some good, the bad, and the ugly, but God protected me every step of the way because I fasted. I did the 21 by 21 challenge. You don't know what you're going to face. You've never been this way before. Pray. Let's do this together. For the next 21 days, you're going to spend 21 minutes every day praying and studying your Bible. You're going to spend the next 21 days fasting giving something up and spending that time in prayer. You don't know what you'll face, but you do know you pray for God's protection and God to go ahead of you.
Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. God, we thank you for your love and your goodness and your mercy. God, we thank you for who you are, for what you've done for us in 2018. For some of us, it was the best year we've ever had. Some of us, it was the worst year. But I'm so thankful that, that, that the Bible says that, God, you, your mercy is new every morning. So, God, we don't have to start like a New Year's resolution and, man, God, we hope that your mercy will be new in 2019. No, no, no. We don't live that way. We live because your mercy is new. It's fresh every day. So, God, we don't know what we're going to face this year, but we do know we can pray. We do know we can ask for your wisdom, your guidance, your favor, your protection. God, I challenge all of us as the spiritual leader, as the pastor of this church of Pathway, 100% participation, to spend the next 21 days fasting, to spend the next 21 days, 21 minutes every day, that time with you, studying our Bible and praying. I know that you're going to do amazing things. And God, we cannot wait to hear all throughout the year what you've done and how you've answered prayers. Thank you. God, we commit 2019 to you. We don't know what we'll face, but we do know that we send our prayer ahead and we trust you. We commit this year, we commit our finances, our family, we commit it all to you. Our decisions, give us your wisdom and your favor and your blessing in our own individual families, but God, over us as well as the family of Pathway. Bless us with your blessing and wisdom and favor this year in 2019 as a church family. We give this year to you, we dedicate it to you, 